Hello, and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And I'm Benny. And this is another episode in our 31 Days of Halloween, where each day in October we're discussing a film that's in the horror, suspense, thriller genre. And today's film is Halloween 2, and Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this came out three years after Halloween, but it's set the night of Halloween. Uh, so it's the, the night of the, 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 when the movie, the original movie was set. And uh, Michael Myers is still on the loose. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode character is taken to the hospital where she does nothing for the next <laughs> hour and a half. Um, and Michael goes and chases her because, as we find out uh, during the course of the film, and as everybody now knows in Halloween lore, uh, she is his sister. And he has a thing about offing his sisters. Um, <laughs> Donald Pleasance is still playing Dr. Loomis. He's still kind of weird. Um, that's, that's your setup for Halloween 2. <laughs> yeah, Halloween 2 is, in many ways, as good as Halloween 1. Um, I think, in many ways. There are some places where it drops off. One of them is that this is a slasher film. These are like the original slasher films in a lot of ways, but uh, this one goes a lot more gory and explicit. It kind of looks quaint compared to today's stuff, but at the time, I know it was shocking to me as a kid, there was a big difference between the two and how I saw them. This one was, um, I don't know what it was rated, but I feel like if it came out today, it would be rated R. It was rated R, yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, that portion, I I really do think, drags most suspense movies down. I think slasher films, at their heart, are suspense, not horror. Hmm. Um, And so there's there's that portion. The acting is all good that I remember. Actually, if I remember right, a little better than the first movie (laughs) in some places. Do you remember in the first movie the scene where the, the teenagers are all hanging out in like one of their houses... Because their parents are gone. It's just horrible acting. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene. And I don't remember anything like that in Halloween 2. Um, the story, I think, is much less tight. There's, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, kind of our heroine is off screen for half the movie. and doesn't really do anything. Um, and though it does have some cool reveals and uh, it brings forward everything and, and it makes sense the way they wrote it. I just I don't think it makes sense in so much as your protagonist, your main character, really isn't much of a part of this movie for a big chunk of it. And so you're telling me then that the protagonist, or maybe not protagonist, but the main character is actually Michael Myers, which mm. very different connotation in a movie. And I'm more comfortable personally with the connotation that the person stopping the serial killer is the good guy, yeah. uh, the protagonist of the film. So I have a lot of problems with this movie. Um, and, and it's probably because I love the first one so much. It's my favorite horror film. Hmm. Um, but one thing I love about the first one is its, it's subtlety. And right from the get-go, I think this movie does everything it can to not be subtle. Even from the opening, the opening credits, where... So we have the theme song back again. And this is you know the iconic Halloween theme music, mm-hmm. which I think is so effective in the first movie. And the opening credits here, they've done something to the music, right? It's like louder. It's 80s up. It's, yeah. more, it's, more, <laughs> it's more aggressive and it's, you know, the synths are spikier and it's like, 
It's just in your face. It's less creepy. It's yeah, more... it is less creepy. Yeah. And I think the whole movie is in that same vein. They're just trying. They're trying to you know they up the gore, they up the violence, um, and in doing so, I think they just kind of it it, it loses the special mystique that somehow mm-hmm. the, the first movie managed to create. And I, and I know that the, you know, the acting in the first movie isn't the best, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the, the particular actors or I don't know what it is, but I really care about those characters in the first movie, particularly Laurie Strode, who I think is a, is a really good character. Um, and there are just no characters in this movie that I could really care for. And Laurie Strode, like you mentioned, is basically comatose for most of the movie and has nothing to do. You mean you weren't emotionally connected to Jimmy? No. Oh. No. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it, to me, it's just a pale shadow of the, of the first movie. And I, I feel like Halloween is a movie that should not have had a sequel. I think it ends perfectly, and it should have just ended there. I and, agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to digress for a little bit here and talk about my association with this movie, which um, I... Uh, was like staying the night at my grandmother's house one time and uh, this was on cable and I wanted to watch it. I don't think my grandmother was particularly interested, but she was like, all right, you know, you know, watch it fine. Um, and I remember, I don't, I don't remember much about it except I remember being into it at first and then kind of, I lost interest in it. And then I came back to it at one point and Michael Myers was like walking through some hospital corridors or whatever. Uh, and that's really all I remembered about it. But I remembered my association with it is that it was cozy. And I think a lot of that probably has to, I thought at least at the time, a lot of that had to do with just being at my grandmother's house when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, looking back at the original Halloween, it's a very quaint movie by today's standards. Mm -hmm. It's not scary, per se. Um, But it's, for a low-budget film, it's tight and it's well done. Um, And I find it kind of cozy in a weird way, which really a horror movie is not supposed to be cozy, but I find it cozy and I find it above all very autumnal. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, even though I've watched interviews with John Carpenter and he's like, yeah, if you look, there's like, you film this in California and there's palm trees in the background, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it felt, it feels, I, I love that it has a good atmosphere, the original mm-hmm. one. So when I finally sat down recently to watch Halloween two all the way through, um, the first little bit of it is still, you know, it's all on Halloween night, but it's still like they're, they're out there looking for Michael. They're out in the neighborhoods, right? Kids are still doing Halloween trick-or-treating. Police are trying to find Michael Myers. They absolutely destroy the wrong person. Like, there's a person wearing a Michael Myers mask, and he literally gets blown up. Um, that was kind of, well, that was, that was actually one of the big schisms between this movie and the original. They didn't never anything like that in the original Halloween. In the, in the original... Um, it's, it's something that actually I, I like about the original one compared to most horror mm-hmm. films. Cops act like cops. Doctors act like doctors. <laughs> kids act like kids. Whereas in most horror movies now, it will be like a group of cheerleaders getting <laughs> killed by a slasher. And one of them happens to have been a Green Beret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Michael is... He's on the run, right? And he's walking around and back alleys and going to people's houses. And you see, like, people in their homes doing stuff on Halloween night. So all this is to say, the first few minutes of it anyway, I still kind of, I really found cozy. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the part of this movie that I enjoy the most. 
And then I, I can now, looking back, I can see why I lost interest in it as a kid when mm-hmm. I was watching it. Because then a lot of it shifts towards the hospital. And they try their best to make this hospital creepy. I mean, it's at night. There's not hardly anybody there. It, every, all, all the lights seem like they're out. <laughs> uh, it's dark. And yet, I'm sorry, but a hospital just isn't a creepy, scary setting for a movie. At least not, not for me. Not, not this one. Not this one. I, I, I get, I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember which one. It would be better for uh, an example if I can remember which one. But one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, a great deal of the movie takes place in a hospital. And I remember it being very creepy mm. in that context. I do agree. It doesn't come across as creepy in this movie. Um, I don't know. I, I find it tough to weigh and measure the relative merits of slasher films against each other. <laughs> I really do. And it's not knocking the genre. I just they, Most of them have come across as the same to me. Um, one thing I do like about this one is more of a period difference than this movie compared to, uh, but there's a part where, uh, they talk, they basically kind of insinuate that the reason that you can't kill Michael Myers is because of some kind of occult Satanist nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I prefer that because that used to be the answer. Like every horror movie is like, oh, well, he's a Satanist or some witch cursed him or something. And I prefer that so much to a lot of horror movies now have some kind of weird sci-fi pseudoscience explanation for what's going on. Um, and I just prefer that, yeah, witches did it. Yeah. Well, so that gets explored more in some of the sequels, too. Yeah, I haven't seen anything angle. past three, I don't believe. So. Oh, well, I, just oh, pre- I saw the remake. So. I just prefer that there be no explanation for that. I think it's much more effective if he's just a mystery and you don't know why... Um, that's part of the mystique, right? You mm-hmm. don't know why he can't seem to be killed, and you don't know why he's after Laurie and the, Laurie Strode in the first movie. That's why I don't like. Is. I don't like the the revelation in this movie that you know she's related to him, because then uh, again, part of that mystique is gone. Yeah. Now, now he's out for some kind of you know family. He has family issues, and that just takes away from the first movie, which. It seems like he's just after her for no good reason, and that's much scarier. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that the reason... I think you're very right that it takes a lot away from the creepiness of it, because the concept in the first one, though I guess it wasn't the concept maybe, but (laughs) the concept that came across is that essentially some crazy person might just see you walking down the street someday and fixate on you and kill you and all your friends. (laughs) The concept in this yeah. one is if you're part of some sort of satanic related messed up family with a brother that etc., <laughs> he'll come and get you. Right. Um, it's just very different as far as relating this to me. Like, you know, the second one, you're like, eh, that's not going to happen to me. I'm pretty fine. That's um, yeah, I don't like how they sideline J.B. Lee Curtis throughout most of this. We've talked about that. Um, this is the start. Now, I mean, I, I, so as a kid... I watched a lot of Halloween's four and five on like HBO, um, and Donald Pleasance is in those, and he's he's Doctor Loomis, and he's just gone off the rails. He's just kind of got a few screws loose. And now watching Halloween two, um, I can see the beginnings of that. I mean, he his character in the first one is determined, right? But he's not like um, obsessed. Obsessed. He's starting to become really obsessed and weird in this movie. Um, Charles. Charles Cyphers plays like the sheriff in this movie, and he's in it until he's not, because it's, it's weird. So, one of his daughter, his daughter was one of the people killed in the first movie, 
And in this movie, in the first like 20 minutes or so... One of the teenagers? Uh, one of the teenagers, yeah. Uh, and in the first 20 minutes of Halloween 2, he's hanging out with Dr. Loomis looking for Michael Myers. And I, look, I turned to Ashley at one point and I said, Does, isn't his daughter die? Because they've announced on the news all these kids or these students or these teenagers are dead and all this kind of stuff. But apparently no one's told him. And then finally, like 20 <laughs> minutes in, he gets told... And one of his deputies is like, just go home. Go home with your wife. And he just leaves and he's gone for the rest of the movie. Um, now, interestingly enough, he is in the forthcoming Halloween movie. It was supposed to come out this year, but it's been delayed till next year. Halloween Kills. His character's back. How many movies is that? <laughs> like 37, I don't know. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's... it's um, it's just a strange movie, and and it even shoehorns in like as most horror movies from the '80s do the the nudity that I guess is requisite for these that mm-hmm. is kind of um, yeah it's all 80, '80s movies though <laughs> yeah wasn't there even uh, nudity in Terminator Two <laughs> probably of course that was the '90s but was yeah. that '90s I yeah. thought Two was late '91 oh. I think '92 something like that mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, um, they even brought Nancy Loomis, the actress. Yeah, Nancy Loomis, who played, I think Annie is her name, uh, one of the victims in the first film. She's back just to lie on a stretcher dead. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. so, yeah, you know, that's Halloween, too. Uh, what do you give it out of 10, Ashley? Uh, I'm going to give it a 5. Benny. I'm going to give it a 5, too. 5, really? Okay. I actually give it a... F- uh, I was going to give it a six. Y'all talk me down. Um, so I'll give it a five, and a, uh, five and a half. So our score is a 5.2. Um, it is on the tomato meter. It is a rotten critic score of 32%, an audience score of 63%. I'm kind of in between. Yeah. I'm comfortable there. <laughs> no. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.